up y'all i'm jay and i'm jazz and this is the salt podcast saved and living transparent we're just a couple of millennial christians navigating life while also trying to live right here we get real yeah righteous about culture current events and the church as believers we're called to be the salt of the earth so you know we got to give this world just a little bit of flavor Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Salt Podcast, Saved and Living Transparent. Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 14 says, You are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. Again, welcome back, Salt Podcast family. We are back in full effect with another episode of the Salt Podcast, Saved and Living Transparent. We're so excited to be here for another episode. Um, Y'all, season four is winding down. It seems like we just started recording um, this season, like a couple of weeks ago, seems like. But it's it's really, really just going by fast. Um, but We are so appreciative, as we are every season, for you all just sticking with us, listening to the episodes. I mean, we have people, like we say all the time, they go back and listen to older episodes, and they always find something good from it. Um, We're just thankful that God has given us something tangible to give to you all. Um, Keep praying for us, y'all. We (laughs) we fighting a good fight over here, so keep keep us in your prayers, but... Jay, um, how are you been doing today? How was your week this past week? What's been going on with you, girl? What is up, beautiful people of God? I am blessed and highly favored. Can the redeemed say so? Hello? Hello? <laughs> oh, y'all know I'm goofy. But um, just to piggyback off of what Jazz said, um, y'all, I we are definitely very thankful to have this platform that we are able to be used by God in this manner, in this way. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all for all the support. And encouraging words y'all give us. Uh, we are very, very close to um, 2,000 listens, which is a blessing. Uh, we uh, are about nine away, nine listens away. I forgot uh, so about that. The mark with this episode. Yeah, um, that's very exciting, y'all. Um, if you asked us, you know, season one, how far you think this would go, we had no idea. <laughs> we, we didn't, you know, we just was like, okay, God, we felt led to do this. And that's what we did. And he's been blessing us and continuing to show us favor and grace and allowed us co- to connect with amazing people. Shout out to all the guests we've had. We've had wonderful, wonderful anointed men and mm-hmm. women of God and, and people, just beautiful people to be on our show and to, um, just give good gems and, and thoughts and share their testimony and stories. So thank y'all to all our listeners mm-hmm. um, and guests. I mean, guests, all our guests. Thank y'all. Uh, but just to jump right into it, just as a quick update, your girl has been on the move. I took a little sabbatical, a little vacay. Um, after my internship over the summer and decided to come to back to Beham for a couple of weeks. And so while I was in Beham these past two weeks, I got it. I was able to go to two family reunions. One, uh, both on my father's side, one on his maternal and one on his paternal side. So one from my grandmother's side, the other on my granddaddy's side. So I was in Jackson, Alabama and Dixon Mill, Alabama. Shout out to all my family. Um, I had a great uh, time just getting to know my family, food, having good food, good fellowship. You know, that down home Southern cooking was pretty nice <laughs> to have after being up here in Nashville, eating my little 
carrots and salads. So oh my goodness. I enjoyed myself. Also got to go to the beach. I think I mentioned this. I actually got to go to the beach uh, with our, uh, from our last episode, Matt, my friend Matt and our friend William, who is now in South Korea. Thank you to all our, uh, he's in the Air Force in South Korea. He landed safely. Thank you to all our um, men and women who have served in the armed forces because I couldn't do it. So thank y'all for going and doing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> What else? What else, y'all? Oh, this is my last semester. I'm sure y'all know that by now. This is my last semester. <laughs> Classes are in full effect, y'all. <laughs> y'all, it's been a mess trying to navigate through all of the offices and get business handled with classes and such. So keep me in your prayers. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get a daily routine down, y'all, as I come back. Like I said, I've been gone for like two weeks and I finally came back earlier um, at the, the top of the month of September. And i um, just trying to get back into having a routine and getting back in my rhythm with school and my GA ship is going to start back up soon. So it's just trying to find a routine, really trying to refocus, um, really be very intentional about my time and, and especially about my time with God. Yeah. Um, I actually got the idea to start doing prayer walks from a friend. So I've been um, like in the morning, I'll get up earlier and do like a walk and, and like pray, just talk to God and have time with God. So that's been really helpful and good. And just kind of just refo- like I said, recentering myself, get myself back aligned, making sure I'm good and I'm on top of what I need to do. And I'm trying to stay present while still thinking about the future. You know, I got graduation. I have comprehensive exams, present uh, capstone presentation, jobs. I'll start, you know, entering and, and applying for jobs, entering the workforce and applying for jobs. So y'all keep me in y'all prayers. Um, but I just want to say, Jazz, I'm so proud of you. Jazz has been working in her doctoral program, teaching, mm-hmm. serving the ministry. She's doing it all. So I'm just, uh, you are very much an inspiration to me, girl. And I love our friendship. I love having you. Um, you definitely inspire me. I know you're not that much older than me. I do look oh at my you goodness. the Golden Girls. Girl, she look at me like I'm her. <laughs> like aunt. the mama. Like I, I'm the young um, auntie. With but the. No, uh, <laughs> I love you, girl. And I'm so proud of you. You're really doing the thing, girl. Girl. PhD, I don't know if that's in, in the cards for me. Jesus. She <laughs> always do this. What's up with you, girl? Please tell them. They want to know. Well, I was going to say, um, I'm the cool auntie with the. The nice, like, fancy um, SUV that's, like, that's a luxury brand or whatever, but it's still, like, mom-ish. Not the Porsche truck. No, that is really nice, though, that Porsche, um, that Cayenne or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, thank you, Jay. I really appreciate that, honestly. Um, And that's a perfect segue into my update. Um, My therapy sessions have been very instrumental because... My therapist was straight up like, okay, so what do you need to sacrifice this week? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, what you mean? Like, I got it under control. Like, I don't normally sacrifice much. But he was just like, nah, for real. Like, you need to kind of do an audit of your life and see and make sure, like, you're not overworking yourself and be- being too overbearing um, and running yourself into the ground. So you need to kind of look at some things you need to sacrifice or if there are things that you need like what things you need to sacrifice that are like kind of holding you back. Like you can do it all, but do you need to do it all basically? Um, but I thank, thank God for Jado because um, I'm just glad I'm able to talk to her, call her up and just talk about different things. But I've been learning with therapy, like put some stuff down and just, you know, concentrate, prioritize yourself and not only pr- prioritize myself, but prioritize, prioritize my relationship with God. So that's what I've been really doing the last couple of weeks, just being very intentional about that. Um, 
And as Jay mentioned, like I've already said, I'm in a doctoral program, a new one. So I had an orientation and a luncheon this past, over the past couple of weeks. And so they've been introducing us to the faculty and they've been letting us um, present our research topics. And so, yeah, we've been doing that. I've literally probably done more in my research. <laughs> I've probably done more presenting about my research interests in the last two weeks than I have in probably the last year in the last doctoral program that I was in. So that should show you right there. Like they're very, the faculty in my new program, not to say the faculty weren't in my old program, but they're very intentional about what are your interests? Where, what are you trying to do with this degree? Where do you see yourself? You know, what kinds of, if you want to do full-time faculty, if you want to work in um, in industry or education, like what do you want to do? So they're very intentional about that. So I appreciate that. Um, and then, um, so yeah, that's all that's been going on with me. So I'm very excited about those things continuing to audit my life to see what what I need to sacrifice and make sure everything's straight. And whoever listening, if y'all need to prioritize some stuff, please do that because you're going to do yourself so you're going to give yourself so much time and energy to do other things. And um, so prioritize what you need to prioritize. Okay, so you can give more to God and more to your family, more to loved ones and more to yourself. All right, so season four, um, our theme has been um, everything new. So this whole season, all of our um, topics have been centered around, you know, everything new, this this new perspective, um, this new way of thinking as you begin to follow Christ. So again, we are encouraging everyone to walk in the newness of Christ and to consider changing their perspectives, your perspectives of how things should be in your lives. God's plan and purpose, uh, excuse me, purpose in your lives um, is truly better. All right. So as you're walking and you're you're getting to know God, you know, you're finding a church home, your you know, your relationship with God is improving and you're just you're learning more and more about him. You're reading his word. That transformation in Christ is going to is going to happen. It's going to take a day to day walk with God for it to really come into fruition. Um, you have to be intentional about it and you have to seek God each and every day that you wake up every every single day. Forget what you knew prior your mindset, how you grew up, um, and really pick up your cross and follow Jesus. If you don't take anything away from the Salt Podcast, we want you to seek the Lord every day and we want you to pick up your cross, follow him, and be able to make disciples for the kingdom. Point blank, period. That's what we want y'all to do. In all of our episodes, That we are pointing it back to Christ at the end of the day. And God, we are encouraging you because God wants to do a new thing in your life. So as you're getting to know Christ, as you're building your relationship with him, just know he wants the best for you. You know, he wants to do a brand new thing in your life. So old things are passed away and behold, behold, all things have become new. So just be encouraged with that. Be encouraged with that. On our last episode, um, we had, and Jay even mentioned it, one of our closest friends, Matt Hicks, he joined us. Shout out to Matt, y'all. He was... um a very insightful and just knowledgeable, just individual, especially yeah. a young black man. Like he's very knowledgeable, very, you can tell he got a true relationship with God too. Like he not just talking, like you can tell he really, really lives and he, and he walks with God every single day. And so shout out to him. We really thank him for being on the show. Um, the last episode was called kingdom man. So we brought, of course we brought on what we thought, who we thought was a kingdom man, and he was he's influencing other other men to be kingdom minded 
in everything that they do. And so we talked about some things like why are men not as present in the church um, and how God is calling men to be leaders and godly examples in the home and in the church. Um, we also discussed some, you know, some of the characteristics of what a kingdom man is um, and also being wise and being able to listen to God and to fear God. And we talked about all that that good stuff. And Matt really dropped a lot of gems. He really did. So if you missed that conversation, especially for all my men out there, if you missed the conversation, make sure before you start listening to this episode, go back and listen to Kingdom Men and see what kind of nuggets you can get. He really, he really took his time and he he talked through some things and we enjoyed the conversation. Um, and so check the episode out if you haven't already. So with that being this, uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into our main discussion where we'll talk about our main topic for today. All right, let's jump right into it. We're gonna jump into our main discussion. And to kick things off, I wanna I wanna pose a question. I'm gonna pose it to you, Jazz, because you know what I'm saying you got doctor behind your name coming up and you know all these things, girl. Girl. So tell the people. Well, really give me your opinion. Do you think like Christians sometimes find it difficult to obey God or why they might find it difficult to obey God? Um, a hundred thousand percent, yes. Um <laughs> I think for a lot of Christians, it's very hard to obey God. They feel like it's very hard to obey God because they don't truly know God's nature. And they don't really know his word. Ooh. They don't truly know toes. <laughs> Girl, that hurt me. Go ahead. Like, and it, I'm talking about myself too. Like, we're transparent. We say that all the time. We not, it's just, it's not just a tagline for the show. Like, we being real. People do not know the nature of God. They do not know his characteristics and they don't know how much he loves us. The Bible says he knows every hair that's on our head. Do y'all realize how many hairs on our head? You know what I'm saying? It's not just a figure. I think people sometimes think it's a figure of speech. Like sometimes these scriptures and these these things, these colloquialisms that we use in church, they sometimes think like, oh, this is just something fun to say or it's very clever to say. It's very insightful. But no, this is the word of God. Like this is what we should believe because this is what he has said or this is what he has imparted within prophets and within teachers and and um you know, preachers and anybody within the Bible context, he's imparted these words into them. And so the word of God is um, is influenced by the Holy Spirit. We say that all the time. So every word that is written, we can believe in, we can put our trust in. So I think at the end of the day, we don't really know God for real, for real, to know that he's trustworthy and that his word is true enough to be like, Okay, I trust you, Lord. I believe in what you're saying, so I'm going to obey it. And then also another piece (laughs) is we really want to do what we want to do. At the end of the day, it's like, what are my goals? What are my ambitions? What do I want out of my life? What do I see my life looking like in 10 years, five years? Who do I want to be married to? You know, what what age do I want to have children or what kind of career do I want to have? It's all about what we want. And it has taken me years. And I told somebody this yesterday. My 20s was a time of maturity and growth. And it's so easy. And it's not I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Because a lot of us want to do what we want to do, because it's like, OK, Lord, you know, I'm creative. I can do such and such. You know, I know I want to be in this industry, blase, blase. But at the end of the day. 
We should love God so much that we want our desires to match up with what he wants. All of it should be within his will. So I think that's a, a roundaway way of saying it's very difficult for a lot of Christians to to obey God because they don't believe him. They don't trust him and they don't know who he is and his character. I hope that makes sense. Girl, we can end the show right there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we got a lot to cover this episode, but girl, she coming out the gate with it. Um, I'm just trying to be real. Like, I think that's what I have realized over the last four or five years, specifically for me. We don't believe God. We don't trust that he's holy. He's righteous. And everything that he says is right. I think it's a trust thing. I also think sometimes our, what is the word? For lack of a better term, our, our, understanding or comprehension of the magnitude of who like his like who he is that's so good like he he was the beginning before the beginning like he was there before the beginning that's why the word says in the beginning like he was there before the beginning this is exactly what i was saying yes we don't have that mental capacity of that you know what i mean yes like this, he yes. created everything with work, like everything. That is so good. The entire universe. Think of how small we are as humans. Like if you've ever been on a plane and you kind of, that's a, that's a small microscopic way to like see, wow, like the world is so big. Like you can't see people, <laughs> mm-hmm. you barely can see the cars, but imagine that and go further out with like whatever, uh, you know, whatever, like <laughs> it, we are a speck of dust on his finger, like the universe. Yeah. Not, not, not the U.S., not, you know, the, the continent, country, state, whatever you want to call it. Like it's the universe, the, the galaxy, the Milky Way further out beyond that. Like we are a speck of dust <laughs> on his finger. <laughs> and to think yes. that he knows the hairs on your head, that in Jeremiah one, he said, I knew you before you were formed. I know the thoughts I have towards you. That is crazy, y'all. That's almost crazy. The creator and sustainer of life. Man, he set everything in motion one time and it's been going ever since. I don't water, think- water still no. been watering. No, grassing like I think that is so good. We talked about this today um in Sunday school. We actually started Sunday school today for the first time in three and a half years, believe it or not. And I know a lot of people are not doing Sunday school anymore. But I grew up with it and it, it helped me to learn a lot about the Bible and learn more about why some stories were written, um, more about like how the beginning, in the beginning, um, God talks about, you know, the word and how he um, how He created everything on earth in those six days and then he rested on the seventh. But we got to know like how much power and authority it took to even create the universe, create the world. Mm-hmm. Um and if you have a God that's so sovereign and so and so um, intentional about what he did at the beginning, you can understand why you should obey him. Like, I think people really got to grasp that. They really. Mm-hmm. Gotta, and I think it's so like that's just the best way I can put it. The mental capacity of that sometimes gets kind of it goes over your head. And that's why it's important for us to get sound teaching sound doctrine to read the word for ourselves seek devotionals um you know go on youtube listen to some preachers that you like that break that break the word down to a point where you can understand get in a a 
uh, a word teaching church, things of that nature, your the the mental capacity is going to grow and develop over time to where you'll understand some of these things and they won't be so lofty and mm-hmm. high and, and so like difficult to grasp. And so sometimes when we're babies in Christ or babes in Christ, I think you said it once before, like you start off with milk because, you know, babies yeah. need milk for nourishment. Yeah, that's biblical. And as you get older and you mature, you start eating real food. You know, you may mm-hmm. go to baby food and then you go to solid food. So I think if y'all think about it in terms of that, it's all going to take a step. You got to keep taking a step every day. It's a journey. So start with one thing and let it grow and expand and, and continue to learn too. I think that's what people need to do. Yeah. So so uh, our main scripture for the for this episode is going to be First John uh, chapter 2, verse 4 through 6. And I'm going to read the NIV version. It says, whoever says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar. And the truth is not in that person. And the truth ain't in him. <laughs> verse 5, but if anyone obeys his word, his as in God's love, uh, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. So with that being said, Matt said it best in our last episode. Again, y'all should really go back and listen to it. But um, God, Jesus explains, if you go back to John four, uh, chapter 14, that his love language is obedience. Like he says it three different ways. And like I said, Matt, Matt kind of breaks that down in the last episode. Mm-hmm. But his love language is obedience. John 14, 15, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. John 14, 23, you know, whosoever loves me will obey my teaching. Like he, he says it three different <laughs> ways, but <laughs> period point blank, <laughs> obedience is what he's looking for. Yeah. And I know many of us even know the Old Testament scripture, obedience is better than sacrifice. Right. Now, in the context of that, that was speaking to actual sacrifice, whether it was sacrificing animals. But as New Testament scripture, obviously, we're not under that law where we have to sacrifice any sort of animal. Thank God. Um Jesus was good enough. He was a lamb without spot or blemish. Um, and so, yes, yes. and so it's that obedience that God is looking for. It's your, and matter of fact, um, today uh, at the church, I go to, I go to uh, Mount Zion down up here, rather in Nashville, Tennessee uh, with Bishop um, Joseph Walker, the third. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> he asked that. So I was trying to be clear, but um, he started a new series about like destinies and um, one thing he mentioned is God is looking for your availability and not your ability. And that really oh, stuck yeah. with me because yeah. honestly, like I said, I, I really kind of sometimes deal with like imposter syndrome and feel like, man, I don't know if I'm supposed to be here or in this position or da 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 da. And God is not looking for, he's looking for a willing vessel. He's not looking for what you can do. Cause especially let's say you do have the ability. Sometimes we can get in that position and then it'd be about me and I, and I did this cause I know this and I got this accolade and this education and I come from this background and what, you know, my family is a legacy or they're this. And so God is just looking for willing vessels when it comes to obedience. Um, I, I will add that that really speaks to your level of spiritual maturity. How quickly can you obey God? How quickly do you obey God? Yeah. You know, that that really speaks to your level of obedience. And I learned it's the small things. And what I mean, like God constantly is talking to us and saying things. If you and we'll get into this a little bit more. But um, earlier this past week, I could recall I had a lot going on with my finances as it relates to school. Mm-hmm. Things kind of came up. And um, the night uh, let's say a Wednesday night, I was talking to God about it and kind of dealing with stuff. And he commanded me to wake up at 8 a.m. 
So I set my alarm and I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to wake up at 8 a.m. Man, 8 a.m. came and went. <laughs> <laughs> and I was kind of in the bed, 8.30 kind of rolled. I didn't get out of bed till like 9. And I got up and I was like, okay, you know what? It's cool. You know, I need a little extra rest. I'm tired. But then I realized, y'all, I didn't get as much time as I wanted to do with God. I want to go on a prayer walk. I wanted to do a little yoga in the morning. I want to eat a little breakfast. Yeah. And so he was telling me that. So, and then I had to go, like I said, to campus to handle my business. So he was telling me that so I can't spend time with him. Mm-hmm. So I ended up like I ended up just cutting out my yoga in the breakfast. And I was like, I got, I, you know, I'm not going to cut my time with you. I'm going to just go on my prayer walk. And I'll go handle my business. And so that's what I had to do. But he was telling me to get a get up earlier to handle, do what all I wanted to do, to have yeah. time for him and to do, you know, eat and do other things. Yeah. But I was being disobedient, not realizing it. I was just thinking, you know, oh, I just want to sleep in. But he was telling me that for a reason. Yeah. But I say that to say it's the little things God will tell us that we can't even it's the least of the things <laughs> I will say, at least I don't even obey and do. And and I and I had a check in my spirit, and I'm glad I did because it's the little things. And and yeah. who's to say, you know, that's why sometimes if you're not a steward, over, if you can't obey the little things, just like a parent, yeah. if your child doesn't listen to you when you tell them, you know, hey, honey, I need you to uh, go to school and come right home. Don't go to your friend's house or whatever. If they can't do the least of that, why would you give them keys to a a, a thousand dollar car? And they don't know how to get off the bus and come home. Instead, they run around doing whatever. Disobedient. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're his children. So he's looking for diso- responsible, excuse me, obedient children. Yeah, I think I think the Holy Spirit is telling us to relate us to the listeners as well. Don't overcomplicate it, y'all. Like mm-hmm. the things that we're, we're trying to, <clears throat> excuse me, we're trying to teach and we're trying to convey through these episodes is keep it simple. Um. As you're studying the word, as you're learning about the Holy Spirit and who God is, keep it simple. We're his children. He loves us. And I know, you know, it's parents out there right now, maybe listening to to this. You may be older, kids grown, they got children, whatever. Wherever you are in your life, you love your children and you would do absolutely anything for them. You know, many would say they would die for their children. And so um, God sent his only son to die for us. That was the ultimate sacrifice. So the least we can do is obey him. And so think about it in terms of that. You know, if he did, if he made this ultimate sacrifice for us and he gave his only son, the least we can do is obey. The least we can do is do the small things like Jay was saying and make time for him in the morning. I did the same thing. I'm glad she brought that up. Um, I had started doing being more intentional about my devotions because for a while I had stopped doing it. So just to be quite, quite transparent and just be quite honest. I had stopped doing devotionals as much or my morning prayers or anything. I was doing it in the evening at one point, but I said, no, I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to get up, set my alarm at, you know, five something and I'm going to get up. Um, And it's been, it's been challenging to say the least, but I've been doing it and I've had better days since I've been doing it. And so God is showing me, if you just make this sacrifice here, I'm going to bless the rest of your day. If you make this sacrifice to be with me and to sit with me, even even if it's for 15 or 20 minutes and be intentional about that, watch watch me continue to bless you and make provision for you for the rest of the day. And so both of us are telling you like we sh- we've struggled with that. But when we've done those things to make that sacrifice, it's it's paid off. So keep it simple. Do some of the things that God is telling you to do, the small things and watch him continue to bless you and open up doors for you. Just be yeah. obedient. 
and and it may feel like, oh, I'm losing, or oh, I'm not being able to sleep or do this or do that. And it may feel like a <laughs> loss, but you have way more to gain. Like Jay said, her days are better. I would say my days have, have honestly been better, and even my mental and emotional health and all yes, that I'm trying everything. to like manage. I, I mm-hmm. just feel so much better. And so much more to gain. And and another point I was gonna say is you could miss out your disobedience can cause you to miss out on a blessing or the ability to be a blessing for God to use you to bless somebody else. You don't know where he may need you to go or need you to be to do his work and his will. He's looking for, like I said, willing vessels, y'all, willing vessels. And if we are not cognizant of what he's telling us and being obedient, like I said, you can miss out on your blessing or, or ability to be the hands and feet of God as we should be. And so with that, you have to be led by the spirit. And so being being led by the spirit um, is is listening and yielding to the voice. Again, Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you. I will leave. I will not leave you alone. I will have a comforter. I will send the comforter. He will be with you. He's an advocate. He's a comforter. He's a coach. Um, you know, there's several <laughs> of scriptures yes. that describe the Holy Spirit. Um, but he's really your ride or die. Like that's that's your that's your holy advantage in this world. That is one advantage um, that non-believers do not have. That is so um, good. That yeah. I love that we have. We have a a holy advantage <laughs> um, against the opposing team who have already lost the devil. Um, but yeah, it's yes. an advantage in this earth, man. Mm-hmm. And if you look at Romans eight verse fourteen, it says, "For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God." And so, like I said, the world can't receive him. That's that's biblical. The world can't receive him. And so since we have him, the Lord is like, okay, yeah, that's my that's my kid. That's my child. Just how you carry your last name, we carry the Holy Spirit with us. Okay. That's and good. so that's that's how we are marked. Uh like that's my child. And even Galatians 5, um, 16 and 17, um, it says, This I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against lust, yeah, <laughs> against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. Is that King and, James? <laughs> uh, I know, right? That K- <laughs> KJV. Um, these are contrary, um, the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. Okay, that's a lot, but basically, let me let me chew that up and spit it for you. So, <laughs> <laughs> the spirit and the flesh are 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 up in opposition constantly. Mm-hmm. We know that we fight, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spirits in high places, right? So, constantly, our your flesh will tell you, like I said, Jayla, go and sleep in until nine, ten o'clock. You know you tired. You went to bed late anyway. Go and get your rest. But the spirit is like, no, you need time with God. You need to you need to talk to him about some things. You need to really commune with him, talk to him, seek his wisdom, seek his face, get up at eight. So they're constantly in opposition and, it, and it's little things and it's big things. Even um, if we talk about lust, I know we had an episode on dating and waiting. Um, the flesh will tell yep. you, man, you know, you need it's been a minute. Uh, he fine. She fine. Whatever. And the spirit will tell you, you know, you're not supposed to do that. You know, you don't need to do that. That's yeah. just not the. it's too late. You know, you need to leave his house, girl. The spirit will tell you. Things. <laughs> don't you stay over point. there. Yes. We talked about that, too. Don't stay over there after 10. Um, you know, be very conscious if you go to his house, go to her house, because you all already know what's about to go down again. Keep it simple. We already know what, what this is, honey. Yeah, the Netflix, the Netflix and chill, and I think that's kind of outdated now. But like, y'all know what it is. After a certain point, y'all ain't talking no more. <laughs> like, <laughs> we just totally being yeah. real, yeah. Yeah, you gotta be. But the the spirit and flesh are against each other. 
So just know if you are not acting within the spirit, if, it, if you're not being led by the spirit, guess what that means? You're being led by your flesh. Um, <laughs> It was the way you look when you said <laughs> you being led by the flesh, honey. That's the truth. You may think, you know what I'm saying? And so you may, um, let me, let me, let me back, let me back pedal. Um, the spirit does speak to us constantly. Um, and so I've noticed it's, it's rather a small voice. It's like a fleeting thought almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it comes to the spirit, it's, you gotta catch it. <laughs> and so I want to go into, um, well, we will go into just discerning the voice of God because the spirit, like I said, it's kind of a fleeting thought. It's not some loud, God is not Old Testament. Like I said, we had a Holy Spirit. He's not boisterously yelling with lightning and clouds, you know, scaring like how the Israelites were scared. Yeah. it's That's not how normally, you know, you will find God speaking to, to you. It's not going to be some loud, boisterous voice. It's going to be a small, still voice. And that's the Holy Spirit. Like, hey, you know, you shouldn't have said that. You need to call and check on this person. Mm-hmm. You need to apologize. It's mm-hmm. it's little it's little fleeting thoughts almost fleeting thoughts, and um, they uh, it, it, the in the in a, let me the same way in which the spirit speaks to us, the enemy can speak to you as well. <laughs> we know Jesus himself. Guess what? When he met the devil, they weren't duking it out. They weren't fighting. They were talking, weren't they? Mm-hmm. He was like, "Hey, I know you hungry. You've been fasting. Why don't you, why don't you make some bread?" It was it was it was speech. It was talking. OK, these were thoughts. They were perverted thoughts because he was like, you know, I'll give you the kingdom of the world. Jesus is the king, kingdom, like king. Like he created all this. What are you talking about? How can you go for something this. he owned? So, yeah. so you have to remember that the devil also can talk too. <laughs> and so that's where it always starts in the mind. And we've had several episodes about that and talked about that extensively. Yes. Um, but th- the Bible says in John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me, right? So as followers of Christ, again, keep it simple. We know God's voice. You should be able to know God's voice. And again, that's a, that's, that's a thing of spiritual maturity. Mm-hmm. Again, we trying to get y'all, we trying to get off the milk, y'all. We trying to get us some soft food and some meat now. Uh, but you have to know the voice of God. You have to. This is important for your spiritual well-being um, because oftentimes we wonder why people are, are dealing with you know, suicide, depression, uh, what have you, these, you know, just, I mean, a lot going on in the world. And we wonder why it's the enemy in their head telling them, Hey, you don't belong here. You might as well, this is never going to go away. You might as well hurt yourself or cut yourself or whatever it may be. Yeah. And I've heard Um, some people, I've heard some prominent people, figures, and we hear about famous people all the time, celebrities. Um, I've heard gospel artists, singers, um, just people that we know, like names that we know, that have struggled with depression. They've struggled mm-hmm. with suicidal thoughts, and it took them like it took them to a point where it was like the fact that they knew God is what pulled them out. If that makes yeah. sense, it was like it was a voice, that small, still voice. It was God, you know, just meeting them where they were, and and telling them like, "You're you're an, uh, an heir of my throne." You are a prized possession. I created you. I made you. You are worthy. You need, you know, I want you to live. I love you. You know, don't do this. They've had those situations where, because I've heard about them, either through social media or wherever. You've heard those things through music. They go through those things. You know, it's not, we're not exempt from anything. 
but they still went back to their relationship with God, where it all started from. And God began to to tug at their heart and began to minister to them and say, no, you don't need to do that. No, you don't need to take your life. Um, and they will listen, they listened to that voice and they were able to, you know, pull it back in. And so, and God was able to, to help them and save them from, from, you know, killing themselves, taking their life or doing something they had no business doing. And I mean, it's been situations where we may have had any of us on, you know, many of the listeners, you may have had those fleeting thoughts of wanting to take your life, um, thinking like, you know, nobody else is going through this, but use those opportunities to cry out to God. I say it all the time in the, in the word, it says that he inclines his ear to us. He takes his time out to listen to what we're going, what we're going through. And he wants to know. He wants to know. And the more you fill your mind up with things of the word and characteristics of who God is and that he loves you, you know, you'll be able to get through this life better. I guess yeah. that's a good way to say it. And I'll kind of add my um, own personal experience. So I used to um, call myself a crybaby Christian. Y'all be real. <laughs> something go up in arms, something unexpected. It ain't got to be just tragic, just whatever. Some kind of opposition, some kind of stumbling block. I'm like, oh Lord, I'm I'm literally crying. I can be very emotional sometimes. And so I cry. I'm very in tune with my emotions. So I may cry. And I used to say, man, I'm a crybaby Christian. Well, I was talking to one of my friends and um, they were like, why do you call yourself that? like because you know I cry all the time uh actually Matt it was Matt Matt Hicks <laughs> and I was like because uh, I just you know I'm always because <laughs> like, I'm always going through it and it seems like when things go awry I cry I just cry and he was like don't you know the Bible says you know that you know God wants us to come to him like a child like he said like come to me as a child like these are the people that will inherit the kingdom and y'all I literally this week got that revelation like Matt told me that some months, like uh, uh, maybe a few weeks ago, months ago. And I didn't really catch it. I was like, yeah, I guess, you know, cause you know, I'm his child. I'm a daughter in Christ and God is my daddy. Okay, cool. Didn't really click to me to the other night, y'all. Like I said, some issues with my uh, school account and stuff that was on there that wasn't supposed to be. So it was saying I had a balance that I shouldn't have had. And mm-hmm. so I'm like freaking out, stressing and anybody that has dealt with, well, let me not say all HBCUs, but it can be very hectic. It was yeah. not UA style. <laughs> so, so you got to physically get in your car and drive up to the office. You cannot call. Nobody mm-hmm. will answer. Mm-hmm. So it was just a lot. But anyway, the the that night I was just honestly, it kind of hit me that like what Matt was saying was God wants us to be like a child and have that vulnerability. Mm-hmm. When a child is hurting, what do they do? They cry and they cry mm-hmm. to their mommy and say, "Mommy, my feelings are hurt." Or, "Mommy, I scraped my knee." Or, "Daddy, whatever." Mm-hmm. But it, and it really allowed me a, a a place to be vulnerable with God. Mm-hmm. And I literally treated it like like a dad stand like sitting on my bedside. And I just mm-hmm. started crying. I was like, God, I don't know what to do. It just seems like a lot. And I don't have this money that they saying I owe, but mm-hmm. I don't even know why I owe it. And mm-hmm. I don't know how to sort it out. And I was just crying. And I was able to be vulnerable with God and literally talking to him like he just sitting on my bed like a daddy pan my back. And I boo-hooed. <laughs> but... <laughs> I got myself together, but it felt really good to be vulnerable. And God wants us to be able to have that vulnerability with him, to have Mm -hmm. that intimate connection with him. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, within that, and I literally was a conversation with God. 
And he gave me, you know, what I needed. And he was like, you know, I got you. And, well, I'm going to tell you all the whole story because it's actually a pretty good testimony. So mm-hmm. he like gave me confirmation, like, I got this in 24 hours. So then I started booing because I'm like, oh, God, my daddy got so good to me. He go handle it in 24 hours. <laughs> so <laughs> now I'm crying tears of joy. <laughs> Again, if y'all know me, I'm just like that. I don't know. So, <laughs> so I get up, like I said, the next day, I go up there, I'm handling my business. Long story short, y'all. What what was amazing is, you know, we talk about God is doing something new. He was like, don't remember how, you know, how it's uh, how I, you know, delivered y'all from the judge. Like I'm doing something new. I'm blessing you in a new way. Okay. So I'm thinking, okay, he going to wipe my account. It's going to be zeroed out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not what exactly happened. Basically, my situation is handled, but it will not be in one day type of thing. Like mm-hmm. he definitely handled it. Like my debt is settled. But it's not like he just zeroed out my account. Like he's very cunning and like creative. And so how he did it is like really cool. But yeah, I, I don't have. To, and so that's one last thing I'm stressed and worried about because I don't have right. to be. And you worked it he, out. He, he worked it out. Like I said, again, and that's just one thing. You got to be careful of how you like expecting God to bless you because he could do it in a totally different way. And so when he told me he handled it in 24 hours, what I realized is he gave me a revelation within 24 hours that he handled it. Mm. It wasn't that he zeroed out my account. It was the wow. revelation of me thinking through, oh, this going to do this. And then when they fix this on my account, they go do this and that's going to zero that out. So it's not, I mean, my debt doesn't say zero if you look at the account, but it's handled. And that's handled. all, that's all that <laughs> and matters. So I got that revelation from God within 24 hours is what I'm saying. That's and good. that's just my testimony. Yes. Anyway. That is good. Um, I also wanted to say, and I know we got a couple more notes here, but um, as you're, as you're walking through your Christian, going through this Christian walk and through your journey, know that God's voice is different than Satan's voice or the enemy's voice. Um, and we're going to go through that real quick, like the ways you can tell the difference. Um, and like Jay said, it can be, Satan can be very cunning and very deceptive. Um, it's always, you can always tell which one is which. If you really have a relationship with God, and I think that's the main thing that we want y'all to get out of it, out of the um, the topic today is have a true relationship with him as to what's like, what what he's saying to you and be able to discern which is which. And so God is going to be, um, uh, he's going to be a voice that leads you. So, and he reassures you. So like, you're going to have certainty in what you're doing. Um and a lot of times when he speaks to you, it's always going to go back to his word. So if he speaks something to you, you can always trace it back to something that he said in his word. Because if he says something, if it's something contrary to what he already wrote and inspired and imparted into different people to write in the Bible, it's not him. It's most like nine times out of 10, it's the enemy. So remember that if you can't trace it back to a scripture that that's in the Bible, that you can recall or go look up or something. It's probably not God. Um, and so you have you have even more surety and more certainty when you go back to the scripture and you be like, okay, Lord, you just said this. Or I just I just got confirmation of this. So you can always trace it back. Um, God's voice also gives you peace. So it steals you. So um, a lot of times when you're going through the storms of life, when you hear a, a word from God, now, sometimes you can hear a word and you get kind of nervous because you're like, okay, God, I don't know if I'm ready for this or I don't know how this is going to work out. 
But a lot of times when you really sit with it and you really hear the Holy Spirit telling you something, you have peace about it. And so you can just like, you can chill, you can lay back and, and know like, I know God told me this, so I'm going to chill. And then once you trust in him and you see that he didn't work it out, then you know you can really chill. Like you can really lay back. Um, so he steals you, he leads you, he reassures you, he also enlightens you and he gives you um, new ways of thinking about things. Like Jay said, he's very, very creative. Um, the enemy, he's going to rush you to do things. He's going to push you in certain ways that's that's not of God. He's going to scare you, frighten you. Um, he's also going to confuse you. In 1 Corinthians 14 and 33, it says, God is not the author author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. So if it's somebody confusing you and it doesn't make sense um, all the way, um, and sometimes we can kind of confuse ourselves with what God is telling us sometimes or what he has told us. But a lot of times, if it's really just not making any sense, it's, it's most likely the enemy. Um, and what God tells you, it may not make sense then, but it eventually reveal itself and it'll come full circle. So it's going to eventually make sense. So we want, want to make that clear. Sometimes when God tells us stuff, it may not make sense right then and there, but it will eventually. Um, you know, God, he encourages you and the enemy will discourage you. So there's a difference there. Um, God will comfort you when he's saying something to you. Satan will worry you. You know, cause you to worry, cause you to be very concerned about things that you don't need to be concerned about. Um, he calms you and Satan's voice obsesses you. You know, it's very, very contrary. It's like black or white, black or white. Um, and then finally, God's voice convicts you to do right. And Satan's voice condemns you. So there's a scripture that says, you know, there's therefore now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Um, we're free. You, we have freedom in Christ. And so God is not going to condemn you. He's going to convict you. If you have the Holy Spirit down within you, you're saved. Um, you've accepted him into your life. You're going to be convicted of wrongdoing because he desires for us to be holy, righteous, and set apart. We talked about that a few episodes ago. Um, so he's going to convict you because he don't like sin. He loves you, but he hates sin. So if you're doing something that's contrary to his word, he's going to convict you and tell you, okay, you need to get this right. <laughs> it's time to do better, blase, blase. Satan, you know, the enemy is going to condemn you and tell you like, oh man, you ain't going to never be nothing. You're going to always be in this, this perpetual cycle of sin. You're never going to do better. Um, you know, everybody else in your family has, has suffered from this. You're going to be the same as them. Um, there's a, a lineage in your family that there's a curse. You're, you know, you're not going to do better than everybody else. You're going to continue on that trajectory. Those are lies from the enemy. He's the father of lies. He's going to continue to put you down. He's going to talk down mm -hmm. to you. Um, it's, it, honestly, it's not going to be any positivity in it. So a lot of times you can, you can uh, discern the voices just from that. So remember those things as you're thinking about, you know, as you're trying to discern God's voice. And also we talked about this early in Bible study at my church this week, early last week that you have to continue to keep good God-fearing people around you to where you can. Sometimes God will speak a word in their lives to give to you mm -hmm. because he wants you to know something specifically. So they may give it to you in a certain way, but you got to be surrounded by people like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, to know those things. And so you can't be people, you can't have people around you that's contrary to God and contrary to God's word. Surround yourself with good people. Um, my mom always quoted the scripture, evil communications corrupts good manners every day, all day. It don't matter what you do, it's going to corrupt you. If you have a good foundation in God 
And what he's called you to do, if you have somebody around you that's that's totally contrary to the word of God, it's going to corrupt you every single time. Yeah. And you have to be uh, careful because I I have found that if you ignore the spirit long enough, you won't be able to even hear his voice. <laughs> and so then you get into confusion or you'll get very comfortable in whatever lifestyle, seeing whatever choice you've made. Um, you can kind of get stuck in a funk, I'll say almost. You know, they say if you sit and poop long enough and stop stinking. Well, okay then. If you've been <laughs> in a place, you've been in a place so long and you keep ignoring the spirit, the spirit been telling you or convicting you or telling you, you know, you don't need to be doing this. You know, you don't need to be here. You don't need to be doing this, whatever. And you keep ignoring it, ignoring it, ignoring it. Uh, eventually you won't, you won't feel the same. You won't have that conviction. You won't even care. And you'll be stuck in sin. And that's what this, that's, we've talked about jazz said it perfectly um, a few um, a few episodes ago that the devil is cyclical. Like he likes to keep you in mess, really. And so you'll get so used to to where you are that God is not able to do what he needs you to do through you, in you, and for you, okay? I say it a lot. I say it all the time on this podcast. Your life is connected to other people's. There are people's lives, souls tied to you, to your obedience, your willingness to listen and obey God. There is a problem in the earth that you were created to solve. Mm. You. Okay. We talk about cures to cancer, fixing world hunger, all of this. There are there are problem solvers. God has put a, given us holy anointing, holy authority to be in these positions, to, to have the influence that he needs to do his work on this side. Okay. Right. And so we have to be obedient, set apart, willing vessels of God. And so that starts with listening to the voice. And so maybe this week, as you go through the week, maybe that could be something small, but you really get into the word, make sure you're knowing God's nature. (laughs) I find Old Testament is very funny, but, and it could be a a tough meat to chew, but it definitely gives you a very, very good picture of God's nature. I like Um, how you say that. (laughs) (laughs) Girl. Them begots and the the side stories. I mean, it can it can be a lot sometimes. And but also it's good. too, yeah. And also too, um, if you need to read things in different, that's why they have different versions oh, of yeah. the Bible. Um, you don't always have to read it in King James if you don't understand it right off the bat. It took me a while to really understand some of King James words and language. Um, but if you need to use different versions of the Bible, you have the Bible on your phone, y'all. Like we mm-hmm. got apps, we got all that kind of stuff. So use it. But there are plenty of scriptures that describe, and, and oftentimes you can even go to Google words, scriptures to describe God. I mean, and you can, I mean, I mean, if that's where you want to start, that's a good starting place. Um, But just knowing God's nature, that he is a God of justice. He's a God of love. He's merciful. He's forgiving. He is generous. Um, All of these things and more uh, that he is. He, he, I mean, he's almost indescribable. That's why when Moses was like, you know, when the people ask me who you are, he was like, tell them I am who I am. (laughs) I am that I am. I am. That is so powerful. Y'all will get that later. But yeah. (laughs) No, that's Um, good. That's so good. Make sure, yeah, you are, you are yielding to the spirit. And again, if you're not yielding to the spirit, guess what you're yielding to? The flesh. (laughs) The flesh. (laughs) Nah, that's that's good. Um, we ho- we hope. Excuse me. <clears throat> been getting my been trying to clear my voice all episode. Lord, um, we hope that y'all were able to get something like I said tangible from the episode again. 
Um, we want y'all to be obedient. Be holy, be righteous, be set apart. That's what we want y'all to be. Be the salt of the earth and the light of the world, y'all. Continue to listen to God. Be able to discern God's voice versus the enemy. And God got y'all. God got y'all. Jesus, keep this in mind. Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. Jay said it earlier. Um, he was he was pure. He was spotless. He didn't have nothing wrong with him. Literally, pure. And he died for us. So think, you know, for the rest of this week, after you hear this episode, what are you going to sacrifice for God this week? Mm-hmm. What are you going to sacrifice this week to hear God's voice? What are you going to sacrifice this week to be obedient? What are you going to sacrifice to spend more time with God? Think about those things. Take inventory. Think about who you have around you, your close friends, where you going, um, the conversations you having. What are you going to sacrifice for him this week? So, so think about that. Think about that. Let me add, also give space for God to talk back. That's something I, I realized. Like, I, I mean, nothing, definitely pray, but also give give time for silence. You don't have no music. You don't have nothing going on, no TV. And just give time for silence to to literally hear, to for God to talk back to you. Go ahead. No, that's good. That's good. I had to learn that as I, throughout my 20s, learning how to talk to God and, and pray. Prayer is conversation with God. It's not just telling mm-hmm. him, everything that's going on. You do that, but you also give him time to speak back to you. Yes. So um, as we transition into the scripture of the week, uh, my scripture of the week is Romans chapter eight, verse three. It says, for what the law could not do, weak as it was through the flesh, God did. Sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and as an offering for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. So what the law in the Old Testament could not do, You know, God gave them all these rules and regulations and they just couldn't live up to it. And, you know, Moses wrote on the tablets, like all the Ten Commandments and whatever, whatever. And the people just could not abide by it. People could not abide by it. And so Jesus sent his son um, to take all the sins of the world in the flesh. And that was that that was to cover us, y'all. That was to cover us. And so. You know, he died for us. So why won't we live for him? And so continue to live, live for God, excuse me, and to spend, spend time in his presence and getting to know what, you know, his voice and what he's trying to tell you. Well, my scripture of the week is Jeremiah uh, chapter one, verse seven through eight. And it says, but the Lord said to me, do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. So um, this is where Jeremiah is explaining the the conversation he's had with God at a young age where he knew he was appointed a prophet to the nations. Right. Um, And he's like, listen, I'm too young. And as we talked about today, being obedient, God was like, listen, I need you to say whatever I tell you to say. Don't worry about your age. Don't look at your ability. See, again, he's looking for availability, a willing vessel. Um, and so he, he, God let him know, like, I have your back. I'm with you. Do not be afraid. We hear that a lot throughout the scripture. God always telling us not to be afraid, right? He didn't give us the spirit of fear, but of love, peace, and sound mind, right? And so he was letting Jeremiah know that I'm with you. And so like we said, God loves us. He is a, a good, good father. And yeah, just know that like he's with Jeremiah, he is with you. Uh, but Jazz, what are our church announcements? 
Yeah. So our church announcements for today, and this this has been, um, we haven't had too, too much to talk about on our church announcements, but we all always make sure to talk about our friend Ravenball small group, Iron Sharpens Iron. Um, one thing about this we want to make note of, there's a change. We will not be meeting every Monday night anymore. Um, she has changed it to Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Excuse me. So we're going to start meeting every Tuesday starting um, on September 5th. And then by the time you hear this episode, it will be. Trying to look at my calendar here. By the time you all hear this episode, you know, the next one will be on September the 12th. That will be our next uh, meeting and time of fellowship online with our small group. So we just, we encourage y'all to to hop on there. Um, we just had a group outing yesterday as we record. Um, we actually went to Breakout Birmingham, kind of like escape room. Uh, so we were able to do that, do something fun and fellowship with each other. Um I'm sure Raven is going to be planning a lot more get togethers where we may meet in person for, you know, um, a meeting instead of on Zoom. If we have people that live close by and they're able to make it in person, we also have like a bunch of outreach stuff planned and community outreach. So we do a lot of different things in the community. And so um, if you want to join us, like I say, every Tuesday night, by the time y'all hear this, we'll be back on September 12th. Um, The meeting ID will be in the show notes. So feel free. Jump on anytime you want, invite friends, loved ones, whoever. I invite people all the time. If you just want to jump on for a few minutes to hear a good word, do that. Um, but with that being said, let's go ahead and we're going to be out of here for the day, Jay. So um, I'm going to go ahead and pray us out. So, Father God, we thank you for allowing us to be here today to record another episode. We give you glory and we magnify you because your name is great and you're greatly to be praised, Lord God. Um, we thank you for giving us this topic to talk about, being obedient to your to your word, um, just listening to your voice and being able to discern between your voice and Satan's voice, Lord God. Uh, we know that we have to be spirit led and we have to have the fruit of the spirit, Lord God. Continue to give us the fruit, Lord God, gentleness, kindness, meekness. Give us those things to help us uh, walk this walk, Lord God, this Christian walk. And we want everybody to be encouraged to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world, Lord God. Continue to just help us find, help people to find a church home, help them to to find good people around them that will continue to encourage them uh, despite what how they may have grown up, despite their family, whatever is holding them back, Lord God, help them to find a good community. Lord God, we invite people to continue to just, to just uh, listen to the episode and can continue to be encouraged by the words that you've given us, Lord God. We continue to just ask you for, for uh, protection, a shield of protection around us, for healing, for people that need to be healed, Lord God. We thank you in advance for what you're going to do, Lord God. And we thank you and we praise you. We give you glory. And all these things we ask in your son, Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. I pray we pray y'all have a great week and be the flavor that the world needs. Bye. Peace. Liking what you heard so far? Well, let us know what you think by leaving a comment or rating on Apple Podcasts or our Instagram page. Details are listed in the description box.